Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the Smart Bourbon Podcast. Feels like we never left. Feels like we just did this. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> He's been singing that song all morning. You can't stop us. I'm your host. We bad boys for life. I'm your host, Perry. With me, as he always is, the one, the true, the only, Eric the Whiskey Mutant. Hi. Hello. Hello. What was that voice? I don't Hated know. it. I don't know. Uh, but we don't stop. We don't, we don't go stop. back and <laughs> start over ever. Actually, I've done that before. Sometimes. Yeah. Every now and then. Just depends. <sighs> How are you doing? Good. It's cold out here. It is cold. It's really cold today. I got thin uh, pants on. When I woke up, it was 20 degrees. It sucks outside. It, it does. And it's it was just like fun. 40, 50 yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. Kentucky uh, weather sucks quite a bit. Hot take, uh, early but, hot take but it doesn't suck that you are here and listening to or watching this episode of the podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe, whether you're watching it on YouTube or listening to it in your podcast app of choice. If you would like to also leave us a five-star rating and review, you can do that, much like everybody did during the month of January. Uh, where some people got in on the giveaway. Oh, we got to figure out who the winner is. Oh, we're going to run that real soon. Real soon. Uh, we got to run the, the giveaway for uh, <laughs> Splash. <Dude>. Still? <laughs> yeah, I thought so, we already did that. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I'm a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media, at my bourbon pod at Whiskey Mutant. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five dollars a month, there's a whole bunch of bonus content that's over there, including the pregame chats, which comes out before every single episode. We are wrapping up our six-week series of training for Matt Madness. Train We're calling it day. Mutant Madness. This week, Eric actually joins in on the fun because he is going to be competing in Matt Madness this I year. I am so excited for that. Nice. Uh, you are going to... So when this episode comes out, it's actually going to be that Friday. Yeah. Uh, that That is going to... That, that's going to be your first round. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, and then in a couple weeks after that, I'm going to compete, be competing in my first round. Talking is very difficult for me today, apparently. Uh, I will be competing in my first round uh, on... Friday, February 24th. So tune in to ADHD Whiskey for that. And uh, what else? All of our apparel and merchandise, bourbonshop.threadless.com. If you have questions or comments, you can send them to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail for the barrel ring segment at 859-428-8253. Got a barrel ring this week. Oh. We, we got a lot of stuff that's nice. Yeah, I love when, when we have good correspondence from our, our lovely listeners yes. of the show. And uh, I think that's it. Anything uh, else? We'll get to a little bit of housekeeping here after. I was getting ready to get to housekeeping. Do you want to do that? Do you want to go ahead and Let's do that? Let's go do it right Let's now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it right now. So <laughs> I am so stoked about this. And <laughs> this came about. Because of a <laughs> late night intrusive thought text, yeah. I think that you had uh -huh. um, not a bad intrusive thought, no. but just kind of a like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Yeah. And sure enough, this did happen. So this has to do with the live show and the uh, uh, this is my bourbon weekend. Yes. We have our guests lined up for the live show. Here in Lexington, <laughs> May twenty fifth, I believe, is the the date. 
Um, I can't. I can't remember it Hold exactly on. off the top Hold of my on. head. Let's just make sure he's gonna. He's gonna check. Everybody listening to this has a chance to get in on this live show. Everybody does indeed. If you want to find the first access to tickets, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. Sorry, yes. uh, you can head to the Patreon, and that is where you're going to be able to do that. The, the VIP, yes, stuff. Um, that is also going to include, you know, all the tastings and everything that we're going to be doing access to exclusive bottles. Uh, we're working on getting another pick together too yeah. for dinner, for dinner. the weekend. Um, I have. Uh, we'll talk about that after we're done. Because we I got a little idea. Okay, I think we can we can make something happen. We've 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 pulled greater things off, <laughs> much like this. Yeah. Um. A few months ago, we had this kind of idea to put Eric up against maybe <laughs> the greatest bourbon pairer, a Hall of Famer in the game, a literal Hall of Famer, uh, absolute bourbon royalty to Peggy No Stevens. Yeah. And when I reached out to her after Eric said, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we got her for the live show?" Uh, she said yes. <laughs> There we go. And so the live show is going to feature our dear friend Peggy No Stevens uh, and Eric going up against each other and pairing it up with Peggy. <laughs> pairing with Peggy, baby. And Eric. Um, yeah, in parentheses. And, and Perry's little, there. Little bitty thing and Eric. <laughs> pairing with Peggy and Eric. So it's basically going to be... Uh, we, there's a there's a bunch of like different aspects of yeah, what this is going to so look I, like. Yeah, so I don't know like... Part of it would be fun if it's competition, but part of it would be fun if it's a learning experience. And part of it would be fun if we just said, hey, I'm going to give you a snack cake and you give me a sweet treat. And then we pair them and just compare them together. You do a savory. It's, I'll do a savory. Oh, like, it's going to be all of that. I think it's going. it will turn into a competition. It is going to be all three of those things in one compact package. And... Here's the excite, the even more exciting part. I think the VIP, too. the VIP uh, add-on. Yeah, there's going to be a small. We sound like we are just corporate shills trying to sell a product. <laughs> this is big. This is actually really big, though. I'm so excited yeah. for it. So, like, like we said, <laughs> Patreon gets first access to the VIP weekend, and then live show tickets will go on sale for the general public. Well, those will be at, at capped at something, but. You know, we got plenty of room for that. Then there is also on the Patreon VIP stuff an extra package for like a small group. We're going to keep it small because I think it needs to be small for what's going to happen. But there's going to be a Peggy tasting probably slash pairing event for a small group of people who I mean not probably it's gonna happen well I didn't know she's I didn't know how in-depth it was going to be but there's going to be an event with it's going to and a small group of people I'll be yeah. there helping set it up Perry will be there um and we're going to keep it small so it's going to be a very limited thing so we have a plenty of room and plenty of time for her to interact with everybody that's there so get ready for that if you're on the patreon or if you want to join the patreon that's going to be first come, first serve. you be looking for the the link to buy everything in the next uh, week or two, probably. Um, by the time this episode goes up, 
I would say if it's not already, if the tickets aren't already available, uh, they will be within a couple of days. Yeah. So just be so watching. yeah, be be on the lookout for that. Um, that's also going to have a link for you to book your hotel room mm-hmm. too. Uh, as Eric said last week, those are available not just for that three day span, uh, but they will be open for the entire week. Yeah. Beforehand as well. Uh, so if you want to come in, I know some folks like Joseph Brazo is going to be coming in mm-hmm. the week before. So that means that. You know, that that option is available yeah. to him. So if you want to come and make a whole thing of it, uh-huh. not just a weekend, uh, that is an option for you. The hotel rate is really freaking low. It's really low. Too. Um, and like you said, you get it before and a few days after. Uh, the main things that me and Perry will be doing are Friday and Saturday. Yes. All, all that, you know, the, the live show will be Saturday night. Um, but if you want to check in early Thursday so you can get up early Friday and do something or you want to come in Wednesday like like Perry said that's yeah. all available to you at that rate yeah so. and and we're going to be around to more than just like that th- those evenings yeah as well I mean we we live here so yeah, you exactly send us a message I, and, and, and I like, live hey. I literally live 10 minutes from the hotel yeah. you want to so. come to my basement and Play with his Dragon Ball Z action figures. Play with Dragon Ball Z action figures and drink some whiskey. <laughs> Tell me. Give me a heads up. As long as I have a heads up, I don't care. There you go. Ah. So, patreon.com slash podcast if you want to get first access to that. Uh, shortly after the VIP stuff goes on sale, we will then put the general kind of tickets yeah. on sale. Yeah, Patreon gets show first well. dibs at everything, and then uh, we'll give after that, Oh, uh, everybody gets a chance. I'm so excited, dude. Dude, I'm nervous now. She's going to show me up. She I'm might, a little, she might a little bit, but that's okay. Hey, she's look. posting stuff on Instagram and everything now. It's all, it's all a learning experience. It's so professional. Yeah, that's true. And I'm over here making curdled milk with Jack Daniels Barrel. That's fruit. the worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire it life. It wasn't my idea. <laughs> I tried my best to make that work. It there was, was so nothing gross. going to make that work. Um, I did that on my live stream last night early. Yeah. What have we been drinking? And how good are Grippos in Wild Turkey 101? Unbelievably good. Ooh. I that that was my favorite out of all of them. MGP Rye um, and Cool Ranch Doritos. Unbelievably good. The new old fashioned. I'm naked. Dude, with I have to make candy? an old fashioned oh, with that. Can you imagine the presentation? Like you come out and you dip, you throw some cotton candy on there, pour everything over. I it. think that you have to go the extra mile and you have to make light the cotton, the cotton candy, candy. Oh, on, light fire. It on fire. Yeah. Mm. So you light it on fire, you dash it with the bitters. So there's like more of an explosion mm. that happens. It's all oh, about the presentation yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, once it all kind of settles, then you pour your bourbon in. Uh, I'm thinking a split base, like a, a high rye bourbon and a 95.5 rye. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because it's really sweet. That cotton oh, candy yeah. turns super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have something a little bit than, more bitter to offset. Almost sweeter what's going than on. Uh, simple syrup. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Watch the go back and watch the live. Go back and watch my videos on Instagram. You got a lot of stuff to catch up on. Too. Maybe we'll do a cocktail class for uh, oh. the the live show. We got to figure too. out what our VIP tasting is going to do. Oh, because there's going to be we're going to split it up this year into two tastings where yeah, it's the same tasting. But if you were there last year, we were kind of crammed in that room. Um, so we're going to try to space it out to where we can make smaller groups with each of you and. I don't know. Maybe we'll do two different tastings. Maybe we'll just do one. Who knows? But it's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. So, you want to do some flying blind? 
Do you want to do some sips and snacks? I would love to do both of those things. I will give you a sips and snacks while I'll do a flying blind. Well, I actually have not tried this. I will do a flying blind with you. Then we will do a sips and snacks. Okay, there we go. Um, That actually got pretty dark. I'm happy about this. Actually, got pretty dark. You made this. I yeah. Okay. I made this. Well, I made part of this. What? I had a little bit of a hand in making this. Why is there carbonation in there? Uh, That's not carbonation. There's bubbles in there. All whiskey has bubbles, dude. Does it though? Yeah. Did you just shake it up? Yeah. Okay. What is that? I don't know what this is going to be like. That smells like I'm drinking bourbon in a flower shop. Oh, that smells so good. <laughs> I think it's got a lot of like bakeriness to it as well. I, I think I'm in a flower shop. I think I'm in a flower shop. In a good way or a bad way? Because you don't way. sound excited about it. No, that. in a good way. Like the old granny's like running the counter and she's like, honey, what do you need? I'm like, well, I'm here for my senior prom. I got to get like a... <laughs> uh, Corsage. What is it? Corsage. Corsage. And she's like, honey, let me help you. That's right, isn't it? And it's so comforting and they're really nice. I don't know. I don't know. I'm questioning everything now. Yeah, corsage. Hair everything. Um, No, I like it. Like it makes me feel safe. It makes me feel at home. But it is. It's like bourbon classic bourbon but i'm in a flower shop yeah i got a little bit of a wild hair last night to uh to do this uh while i was yeah i did it was so long too oh those hurt i think they're fun (laughs) not where i get them yeah fair enough um i was on uh, clifton's discord channel last night after his live stream just kind of hanging out for a little while and uh i poured some of this into the lawrenceburg bourbon company Mason what? jar that we. What's in? Are those those chips? Yeah, it's French oak chips. I didn't see those in there. Look at this. Look how dark that is. Looks like syrup. See floaties. Right and this there. this is only twelve hours. Twelve hours. This is half a day's worth of leaving a whiskey in a mason jar with bone apple teeth. <laughs> Dibosha. Um, so th- is this one whiskey in this? This is one whiskey in this. Flavored with the chips? With, yes. What flavored chips are these? French oak. French oak. Yep. Shall we? That fucking smells good. Dank it and sink it. Oh. Comforting. That's a... That's a relaxing pour. Um, there's not much bite on it, and I wouldn't say crushable either. I would say it's just a man. I, I just kind of want to chill with this, man. I feel like I may know that, what's in this. Do you? Based on what we've talked about already, what do you think it is? I think it's that Knob Creek. No, it's Turkey One One. Oh. I and thought I'm it was curious, the Knob Creek. You know, not having done this, yeah, if you want to understand what Eric's talking about, um, go listen to Mutant Madness. Yeah, but Perry had a Knob Creek that was a little different, and I feel like it could have had more. It was, so. Yeah, it was odd. Um, I thought you might have put this in it and like seeing if you could make no, it No, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I mostly just kind of want that to be... 
It's that brood, <laughs> its own you know? thing. Yeah. Um, oh, Turkey 101. But yeah, I just went with standard old Turkey 101. Uh, like I said, it's been in there for just 12 hours. It's noticeably darker. It's noticeably different on the nose, big time. The nose is quite Whoa! different. <laughs> the nose makes it smell like it's a toasted wild turkey 101. Now that I know, I mean, it essentially kind of is. It's toasted French oak, you know. Yeah, it's it tastes so, like it smells like it's in a toasted barrel. Oh, classic! Oh, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It does add layer to it. Mm. It makes it a little bit more complex. Okay, this is a weird. <laughs> this is a weird analogy. But it's the only way I can put it into words. Regular Turkey 101 mm-hmm. in this context is the construction site before a bakery goes in. Okay. You know that there's going to be a bakery. Your mind has already kind of made those leaps to go. Right, I know right, what the right. smells are going to be like. I know right. what the, the flavors are going to be like. At Disney. At Disney. Okay. Yes. There's that like tilled earth, but like dirt and sand yeah, kind of floating around and everything. Head, you're like, yeah, I know what Exactly. Like. The finish with French oak chips is the bakery that has that is now in existence after looking at that construction yeah, space for yeah, so long. Yeah. Even though I got I don't know why that's the the metaphor that my brain <laughs> worked no, up. No, I think I think you're right because like <laughs> I really taste a lot of floral, but like it, it feels like I'm walking into a space that's just relaxing. Like yeah. Whether it's there's cupcakes and cookies everywhere, or there's flowers everywhere, like it's just a like um, I'm drinking some bourbon, but I'm in like this space that's just like I'm just relaxing. Yeah. Okay. I want to experience more of this. Okay. But do you think it's worth it for me to just take this bottle of Turkey 101 and throw more of these wood chips in it? You gonna put them in the bottle? In the, or in the actual in? bottle. Because um, I enjoy that. Like I have no problem. Well, the good thing about this bottle is we can easily go and grab another. Yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Um, how much would you put in there? Um, I I put probably like seven or eight chips in here so it, it probably like 20 or so in the to, full bottle it's time to grow up it's time to uh so we're doing this yeah let's I do it so yeah you're little a experiment bottle. you're a good bottle and you're good to experiment with go out and be a new turkey so in a, in a couple of weeks we'll come back to yeah, it yeah we'll visit it in like two weeks three weeks yeah we'll do two you know what we'll do a check-in Every week until we think that it's finished its journey. Uh, and then we will strain out the French oak chips and uh, it will exist as Let its own help. thing. Let me do this. Thank you. I did it. You have um, <laughs> Aren't you a saint? Um, wow, that's really fun. Yeah. All right. Let's give it a little look-see. A little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is fun. Um, let me get uh, sips and snacks ready. Yeah, let's do it. You know what? You know what season it is? Uh, it's levy season. Well, yeah, but there's another season that just started. I don't know. Girl Scout cookies. <gasps> are we pairing Girl Scout cookies today? Yes, we are pairing maybe my favorite, or at least 
A little bit more. Yeah. Um, I love the lemonades. Mm, I was not expecting that from you. I love them. I was, my original top Girl Scout cookie was the uh, peanut butter patty. It was like a Reese's Cup cookie, basically. Yeah. But some reason, the lemonades have grown on me. I think that's good. There's not that many in there. Do you oh, think they're I should all go- at the top. Yeah. Mm, you think I should go more? One more. One, one more. big old chunk. Okay. Um, the biggest splooge you can add in That's there. a good one. It's too, oh, that's a good thick boy. Oh, that's boy. a big thick boy. There we go. So I, last year, I paired this. Do you want to do it blind or do you just want to do it? Let's just do it, man. Okay. And now we wait, though. Oh, yes. Maybe my favorite rye on the market in general. Last year, I did it with Turkey 101 rye. But I think that this will either be the same or better. Look at all those bubbles, dude. Oh, Forrester rye. Oh, my Lord. You can already see the interaction happening. Girl Scout cookies, lemonades with Old Forrester rye. I'm excited for this. I'm 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 going to do more of this too. Like oh the chips. I think I think I'm gonna. I I may as well just do it with that Knob Creek pick too. Uh, I think that would be a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you pouring it like a waiter at a fine dining establishment? <laughs> pouring wine. <laughs> we have the old foe. The rye. You know what you're making me think of, and it's making me sad. What? This is The Last of Us Episode 3. I haven't watched it. Don't <gasps> that. I haven't got there in the game. I told you on pregame yeah, chats, yeah, or right. not pregame chats, tips and bits, that I'm playing along. I've watched one and two, and I've played up to that point. Mm. Don't talk to me about it. I've heard mm. that it, it makes you cry and makes you come at the same time. Mm, I didn't. That's I didn't. just what I read on the internet. So, Okay. <laughs> oh, that smells so good. Look at this cookie. This is just a, it's just evenly perfect. It's built for the pour over. Yeah. It's got the little grooves in it right there. And then the icing on the bottom. That's perfect. Because if you put the icing on the top, it rolls off. Mm. Take a bite first, though. Ah. Hmm. Hmm. Dude, there is nothing quite like a shortbread cookie. With just a hint of lemon, like mm-hmm. it's like a freaking lemon breakfast cake thing. All right, do it pour over. Oh, man. I dig that. Oh. Oh, that's really good. The rye you want to almost, talk about comfort. <laughs> the rye almost brings out a little bit of lemon, but it also kind of calms it down too. There's just like a little bit of like a an icing of maple on there. It's you're doing this motion, mm-hmm. and I I feel that on such a deep level. It's like everything's mm. just kind of working its working oh, itself man. together. We haven't talked about how we're the uh, the vestibules today. Vestibules, yeah. 
vestibules. Man, that's so good. I love that. And anybody listening, I mean, it's just normal old Forrester rye, hundred proof. Yeah. And then just go and buy some lemonades from your neighbor or the front of Walmart or Kroger, whatever you want to do. Oh my god! Or from that guy, a who guy works, who works in your office. Oh, he's like, whose my, daughter is a Girl Scout, but he, and he's not like supportive of all. He's like, hey. He throws the paper down. He's tired like, of hearing it from her. My daughter's doing this. Fill it out. I'll bring them. And you're like, huh? <laughs> Just do it. And he walks away. And you're yeah. Like, well, I guess I'll order some shortbread. I guess I have to now. Yeah. It's going to show up. He's going to punch me in the face and then marry my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> that's true. The wildest story. Oh, man. Wow, that's a good pairing. Thank you for that. Yeah. What I, could, I could eat a whole sleeve of those. Oh, it's... We've demolished them at the house. Yeah. Were you about to ask me a question? Yeah, what have you been drinking? <sighs> I got to be honest with you. Be honest. We're transparent. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Um, this has been a very uneventful drinking week for me. Um, Same. I. It's just been one of those where, like, I mean, I could go through, you know, like I've had a little bit of Turkey 101. I've had a little bit of Knob Creek Single Barrel. But, you know, it's just like being in this mindset of losing weight um a lot of low proof a lot of lot of low proof and a lot of just me um not spending so much time drinking as much as i do like tasting yeah i guess yeah um and i think it's showing a little bit i think i'm <laughs> starting to slam no, down see it for sure. um and, and you know it's not drinking is not the only part of it i mean the, the amount of fast food that i'm not eating <laughs> <laughs> too is is wild but it's a it, it's it's been a um it's been a frustrating journey for sure just because well, you know the the mental the mental it, anguish of it all if it was easy everybody yeah exactly we would all be doing it and yeah you would have done it a long time ago yeah so. um so i mean the the most like different thing that i've had this week i guess was I, I had a beer last night. <laughs> nice. It wasn't even like it's not even like that exciting. It's Narragansett, uh, which is what you call me, Narragansett. And I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I think it's made in Maryland, uh, yeah. or at least uh, up Narragansett, up, up in New England area. Um, a really, really great beer. Just, just a very standard kind of like this is a beer offering. Um. Like Coors Banquet. Yeah. I actually really love Coors Banquet. I'm not mad at those. <laughs> when I when I can't get Miller High Life, Coors Banquet is my my next option. I think when I'm usually. out, when I do a beer, which is very rare, but if I'm like at a restaurant eating wings, sometimes I will. If I'm at a sporting event, it's always Miller Lot. But if yeah. they don't have it, it's Coors Lot. Yeah. Um, Miller, Miller High Life is... The champagne beer. It's it's so good though, man. It's such a great beer. <laughs> it's fancy. It's fancy. It's, it's fancy. It's, it's fancy, fancy AF. Yeah. Uh but my I mean like if if I you know 
if I go, I think I talked about this actually uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, but my go-to like shot in a beer is Turkey One Hundred One and Miller High Life. Yeah, I mean those those two are just made for each other. Yeah, I would say. But again, uh, if if no Miller High Life is available, Coors Banquet. Yeah, great beer. Uh, but yeah, Narragansett uh, is another really fantastic beer. What about you? Any, um, anything to to report back? One. Yeah, dude. I went I went out of town. For my daughter's volleyball, and so I always take something for when we get done with the tournament and we're back at the hotel. And and what's fun about that is usually like they're done a little early. Um, we get some food, and then she wants to go hang out with her friends in the hotel. And so I'm just chilling. You know, I was watching a Kentucky game or whatever, but I took one big old sample thing, and I just put Turkey One on One in it, and I put a backup in it, like a backup sample uh which we're going to review but i didn't get into because yep. the turkey 101 just did its thing there you go and then i paired turkey 101 with grippos so i've drank turkey 101 for the past week uh, what, and i'm not mad at all you shouldn't be mad about that no that's i drink it all the time <laughs> except when i'm at work i don't drink it then i mean good for you but like honestly like Turkey 101, I said it in my video. It pairs with everything. and It I, even pairs with me. It does. A little Funko head. <laughs> um, so, what did you... You didn't actually pour it on, right? No. Okay. I was afraid it would... <laughs> sorry, sorry to get a little inside baseball. I was afraid but, it would like mess it up. Yeah. But I knew I had to put you in there. Strip some of the paint away. Turkey 101. We literally yeah. made a Thanksgiving Day reel with I, Turkey 101. But I, I did, not I was afraid it would mess it up. I was thinking about this last night, especially as I was like getting the French oak sample done. I think Turkey 101 might be my favorite bourbon of all time. If if I could only have one that I could, if there was criteria and you were like, it's only one that's available and that you can afford and all that, it would be Turkey 101. I think so too. Yeah, I could say, oh, I want cheesy go foil or i want hazmat wlw but like that's not a thing like no it, it's it's the it is the a fact, thing but like well, nothing and, and, that yeah I could, like, but yeah. the fact that this is so readily available it's so affordable it's at such a easily consumable proof to i mean it if if you want to use the phrase that i've been employing recently a utility bourbon yeah, um, it do I mean, it it can it can hold up in cocktails. It drinks great neat on a big rock of ice mm-hmm. too. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I I don't. You know, maybe I'll change my mind by well, this time next year. But as as far as I'm concerned, I I truly think that Turkey 101 is just my favorite bourbon. Yeah. Ever. Like, I think that. I think it's kind of in that category that somebody else may think that about Elijah Craig, or they may oh, think course, that about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But we we align on that that uh, align on that line. We align in that thought. Yeah. That hey, yeah. the stars have aligned. The stars have aligned. Yeah, I just got an email from Venmo that said the stars have aligned. As I said, as we you aligned. were saying that. Jeez, how weird is that? One on one. Um. Uh yeah, put that on a barrel pick. The stars have aligned. 
Um, a turkey 101 barrel pick. Oh my god! I mean, that's just uh, Kentucky spirit. No, but what if? <laughs> no, I know. What if? I know. What if? What if? What if? <laughs> four barrels in front of you. Jimmy has picked these. They're going to be 101s. Jimmy and his Russells. Uh, Jimmy and Perry Russell. Yeah. Pick these. These are going to be 101 and poured into the batch, but we're giving you a chance to pick one of these. Ugh. And it's the first ever. Maybe, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. That's Robert. But first ever 101 wild turkey pick. Could you imagine how awesome that would be? It may taste just like all of Wild Turkey 101, but well, you, sure. picked, you picked it yeah. out of four. It's making history. <laughs> making Wild Turkey history. That's what dreams are made of. Hey, now. You're hey an now. all-star. No. Game on. Go. No, I was, going, I was going Hillary Duff. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. This is what dreams are made, made of. of. Okay. I'll... I got another fun. <laughs> About Hillary Duff? <laughs> no. But do you remember the co-star in the the Hillary Duff show? In the Liz, girl. Lizzie McGuire? Yes. I can't I didn't watch a whole lot of Lizzie McGuire. So in the pregames, in the pregame chats, we talked about old relationships. Yeah. Um when I was <laughs> Oh no. 13, 14. Yeah. There was this girl from another school that we would like play in sports and stuff. And she was, I'm not trying to brag about myself because I've been doing a lot of that today. I'm 13 or 14 years old. But she was like, I, everybody knew it. Like she was obsessed with the OE. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. Like it's just a thing. If you called up my best friend, from school, he would say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to say her name, but, yeah, she was obsessed with you. Do you know what I did to try to get her to be not obsessed with me? Because she was crazy, and I wasn't into her. Yeah. I printed off a picture of, I had a little crush on Lizzie McGuire's co-star. Um, now I got to figure out, you keep talking, I'm going to figure out She reminds me of, yours. like, an anime girl. Um... I printed off a picture. I put it in my little wallet that I would carry. Because back then in the day, you carried a wallet and you put a picture of your girlfriend in, in your wallet. And I'm sa- I am said, I'm sorry. Like, this this is who I'm talking to. Miranda Sanchez? Yes. Not like that. Like, when we were young. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. cute. Um... So yeah, she remind. What was that? It sounded like the little spring on like a door. It might have been. I don't know. Anyway, um, go ahead. Yeah. So I showed her that, and she got so mad at me. She's like, "Who is this person?" I was like, I, uh, "Miranda." She goes to a different school. <laughs> yeah. And I left, and she, she in Canada. You don't know where. <laughs> she never talked to me again. <laughs> I printed out a picture on my inkjet inkjet printer. Pre- <laughs> printer? Is there a gas leak in here today? I feel like I neither know. of us can talk very well. I cannot talk. Printer. Inkjet <laughs> printer. There we go. Put it in my put it in my wallet. And I said, sorry, like I'm talking to this girl. She was an easy A. Huh. So last thing she was in was definition, please, in 2020. 
which I don't know what that... A former Scripps Spelling Bee champion must reconcile with her estranged brother when he returns home to help care for their sick mother. What the crap is that premise for a movie? That sounds like Pornhub. Um, LeVar Burton is in this movie? <laughs> and Katrina Bowden from Scrubs? Dude, Either this way. cast is crazy. Either way, that was a thing. That was a thing. I printed off a picture of her and put it in my wallet and said, leave me alone. I'm talking to this girl. And she got mad and didn't talk to me. That's really, it really worked. funny. <laughs> How did we get to this point? Where are we at right now? I don't know, man. We're trying to get into a, a little bit of a conversation All right, uh, about some things that have been going on. Is this the news you want me to talk about? This is the news I wanted to talk about right, with you. Go. So this past week, we saw the release of the new Michter's Celebration. Oh, yeah. Ian's very excited about that. Eden's. Eden's. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> See, neither of us can speak. Uh, Ian's very excited. Eden's probably asleep, I hope, at this point. <laughs> um this is the first time since 2019 that Michter's Celebration Sour Mash Whiskey has come out. It's a blend of 10, 20, and 25-year-old bourbon and rye whiskeys. Wait, no, hold on. Sorry, I messed up. Uh, did they not actually give what the what the blend is? I thought they did. It's not Michter's. What do you mean? Like it's not their distillate? No. No, of course it isn't. No. Um... Yeah, there's no age statement on it. I thought it was 20. They said 20 years. Oh, maybe it is 20 years. No, it ranges in age from 12 to over 30. It says 20. Where is it? This release, we chose some of our absolute favorite barrels. There we go. Okay, so it, but I mean, this is now the second source that I found that says the barrels range in age from 12 to 30 years old. Okay. Maybe I read something else. Uh, 112.8 proof with a hefty, hefty price tag of $6,000. Six. Oh, Lord. So we've, we've been talking a lot over the past few weeks about the state of the bourbon market. High-end investors, high-end collectors, whatever you, you want to describe them as. Uh, you know, th this is something that they are definitely considering adding to their, their liquor cabinet. Yeah. Right. Put it on display for mm -hmm. everybody. I, I want us to kind of take a little bit of time to talk about whether or not a bottle that is that high end is good or bad for bourbon. Because we're already getting to a point, this, and you know, I'm not trying to, you know, put the cart before the horse or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're already kind of getting to this point where prices are increasing. We're finding it to be an even more exclusive. Look at that. There's a piece of <laughs> wood chip stuck to the cord. All right, leave it. Leave it. Okay. All right. Leave it. See how long it stays there. Yeah. Um, 
And and it's not that this wasn't already a very expensive bottle. Right. But it is so uncommon for an MSRP in bourbon to be six thousand dollars. What's uh the Eagle Rare one? Five or a grand? Ooh, I think it's I just just the just double a, eagle very rare. Yes, yes. Let me look it up real quick because okay. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I think it's. It might actually be. Is that more? No. Mm, there's no. There's no way. Two. Two thousand. I think actually you might be right. I think it is because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it. You know, we expect it to be. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. expensive than it is. Um. Yeah, $2,000. And I mean, like... I, I'm i not mad. I'm not mad at either of these products. Um, I like that I know that this is definitely a Eagle Rare that's that old coming from... Yeah. I know where it's coming from. Um, now, the original question was, do I think this is bad or good? Is that is that what you're asking? Essentially, yeah. Because, like, I, I do think that for better or worse, and, and you know, depending on, like, it, it, it may not have as much of an impact as I may be implying, but I do think that it has an effect on the bourbon market at large. Um, personally, I don't think it's that big a deal because that's not a bottle that we really talk about every year. Um and is that price absurd? Fucking yes, it is. Like <laughs> it's it's not anything somebody can just be like, I'm gonna go. Well, people some people have way more money than we do. Um and they could, but like it's fun to think that if you go to Michter's and you do a distillery tour and you go to their bar, that if you wanted to drop whatever they charge for that pour, you could you could say I had a six or how much was it? $6,000. I could say bottle. I had a $6,000 pour, whatever yeah. you paid for it. I don't think that Michter's and that bottle are that much in like the community that it hurts anything. I don't think that's like a BTAC if they said, because people can get BTAC. They're, they're doing lotteries for BTAC and all that. You don't see somebody going, hey, we're going to do a lottery for Michter's Celebration Sire Mash. Do you? I mean, not that I've ever noticed. Even back, I, even I, back a couple of years ago, I've, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen one. I mean, I I think we're more likely to see <clears throat> double eagle, very rare, in a lottery. I, I've or seen a, that. I've it, seen that show up at the store. Have you really? Mm -hmm. I've never seen an actual bottle in person. It was already bought. I've seen I've seen there. the um, cheap knockoff version. Yeah, you had that. That, that you, I cried in your. Do you want me to grab it? You, I, yeah, I cried yeah. in your driveway. It was the funniest when we thing. saw it because. Perry decided to. Uh, it was well, so cheap, too. Perry decided to do an online thing that said, "Get your Eagle Rare, double very rare, or whatever." And he got it, and it's the worst little decanter ever. <coughs> but what's in that? Eagle Rare. Is it yeah. for sure? Okay. It's the. Uh... 
the innkeeper's pick. <laughs> look at this little thing. It's so bad. This is, look, it fits in the palm of my hand. And it's like this little p- plastic, like, bird in there. I mean, it is glass, I think. But I think it's probably the cheapest glass that they could actually buy. Look at the font on this thing. Like, it's not, I wish I could. I don't know if you can. Look at that right there. It's so messy, dude. <laughs> Oh, the Lord. printing, the printing job is so bad. Like I'm afraid I'm gonna break this little eagle. Um, you didn't even get all the cork out. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there. If you're watching this, a rubber cork. There's a condom and a cork. <laughs> um, but cork condom. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think this bottle is as talked about and as widely available to where it hurts anything. I think it's just <laughs> something that... <laughs> Look at it. so stupid. So dumb. <laughs> Send it back right now and be like, I want my money back. Uh, it's been like almost a year. Look at this little thing. The eagle is... It's so derpy. He looks like a little, a little sexual pleasure bullet. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. A little rabbit. Yeah. A little rabbit. Um, but yeah. I well, don't... The, and the, the one that's in the bottom of the bottle is even worse. Oh, yeah. It, it looks, it looks like more a... like a parrot than it does an actual Does he have a beak? Not really. No. I, I don't think this hurts anything. I just think this is a good way to say, hey, let's go to Michter's. Let's throw away our cash and try a pour of this. I guess it does go back into the economy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) To me, it's not a big deal because it's it's just something that maybe I would happen upon and decide to spend money on. Yeah. and As a pour, not the bottle. Yeah. And I I guess when you're really looking at it, too. Oh, this smells so good. Nobody's duplicating the Michter celebration bottle in the way that they are the double eagle very rare. Oh, there's no Facebook, for, Facebook ads for this. <laughs> for sucker idiots on on Facebook who are like, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, it was 50 bucks. You still lost. Long no, long. I know I did, but I just think it, it for the joke of it all. This is family dollar. 100%. Yeah, this is family this, dollar. This is Double Eagle this is rare. Michael's art supply store. This is a pick from Family Dollar, and they said, "You know what? We're keeping it to the dollar." This is the bottle and we're putting that, it in plastic and something that your drunk uncle always keeps under his bed because he, he thinks because he believes is. that it's real, and he left it to you in the will because you always had a fascination with it. And he thought that it was because you really liked it, but mostly it was because you were just laughing he at it. He filled this himself, but convinced himself that it was Double Eagle. No, he, he always believed that it was. Yeah. Always, always believed. He did it in his sleep paralysis. I had sleep paralysis recently. I had it when I was younger. I, I had it I had it a, f- a couple weeks ago. Did you have the little demon dude? Um, No. I did. Uh, we'll talk about this off air. All right. Um. <laughs> mm. That's the Dixon pick. Dixon and our buddy um, Dexter. Dexter. The double that's, D. That's really the double D. That's what they should have put on. Mm. That's really good. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I, I I think you know I'm I'm mostly playing devil's advocate. <laughs> 
you say here. Screw this. No, I'm. 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 What I mean is that I'm. I'm bringing up this this conversation because I already kind of am of the the mindset that no, I don't think it's bad for bourbon. But I do want this conversation to be something that's ongoing. Yeah, you know, it, it's it. Bourbon, I think, you know, if if you really just break it down, it is an accessible kind of every person's drink. Right. Like, is this necessary, basically? No. No. (laughs) I don't think it is. I also don't think that the price necessarily is necessary either. Like, how many bottles do they 381, I think, is what I saw. Like... Does this hurt? So not any- not quite four hundred. Yeah. So going back, does this hurt anything? No, it doesn't hurt anything. But if you break it down and you go, if I had a conversation with Mictors and I said, "Is this really necessary?" Or could you split this up into a bunch of a bunch of smaller bottles that were cheaper and just make the same price? Would that be okay? Like why why not? Yeah. You know, if you took three hundred bottles and split them up into 50 OMLs or something said this is a special Mictors release and put it at a yeah. price that everybody, everybody could buy. Like, I feel like that would make more of an impact than the special bottle that nobody can buy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of just kind of in general distilleries putting out smaller size bottles of their limited releases in general. Yeah. So just to, because it's an easy point of reference, if Buffalo Trace were to put out 50 ml, 100 ml versions of the antique collection, yeah, you know, just so people could try it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be exactly like the, you know, uh, the the media samples that we used to get, but or like a little pack, exactly, like just just something so that you can say you tried it, and and yeah. I, it, like there there are a couple of things that people would still collect it, not open it. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. but but. So there's there's that aspect of it. There's also the aspect of if you want to come at it from a financial viewpoint, Buffalo Trace is probably going to would would probably make more money if they did that. Yeah. Because the production costs would be higher. They would have to go the extra mile to, you know, create and design the the labels and the packaging and everything. And so, I mean, say, you know, you you got all five of those sample bottles and it's like a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's essentially $20 per 50 ml. I mean, that's a pretty daggum good profit margin. If you consider in the fact that one bottle at a seven fifty is a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like they're it, not it, making the secondary price. No, 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 no. Of course not. Right. So, what what you're looking at here, I mean, essentially is like a sound business investment. Yes, it does require more work. Uh, and I think we're we're actually about to see this happen with Four Roses, too, because there's all We're those labels all that the, have been coming across uh, the TTB with the it's like 50 ml send me labels the OESO, for every single one of their their recipes. Um, I will buy four proof. I'll buy cases of the OB, yeah. OBSO. I'll I'll fill my best with them. <laughs> like, I'll just pull out like different recipes right now, like a like a shotgun, like I'm in Walking Dead style, like just a yeah yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
I I just think that there is more to be gained from that. And and the other aspect of this too, stripping away the like business side of it, I think that the relationship that a distillery has with their consumer is so much more important than their their earnings. Yeah. You know, yes, it is important for them to keep functioning based on, you know, the money that they make. But truly, if you feel special because you have taken the time and the effort to invest in a distillery that you love, I think that there is a reward that can be given back to you. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it's it. Sure, it sounds very like spread the wealthy. Uh, kind of notion i don't mean it that way necessarily although it it does kind of tread that ground i'm mostly saying that there is an exclusivity that i don't think needs to still be present within bourbon i think that there is the opportunity for bourbon to just be the most accessible that it has ever been maybe since you know, uh, distilleries prohibition. prohibition since before the Bottle and Bond Act, when um, distilleries were selling barrels straight to stores and and saloons or bars or, or whatever. Walking up to like Wild Turkey and being like, "I just want to buy the barrel." I mean, you pretty much can. Like, I mean, if you talk to the right people, you can pretty much just buy a barrel. It may not be the best barrel, but you could probably just. I would buy the worst barrel of Wild Turkey. And then put some uh, French no. oak chips. <laughs> I would just buy the worst barrel, and I would just decide when to pull from it. Dude, I even just shook this up a little bit, and that that chip is still in the cork. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna flavor the cork. Really, bit. really funny. Um, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it it just I I I I just truly truly think that we have to come to a common ground where bourbon is accessible to more people yeah you know i think i think think that's that's a great like statement because like some people can't afford the bottles we have some people want to but they can't like they got they got responsibilities they got exactly they don't have the chance to work extra or have an extra income or something and and it sucks for them because you know maybe they can only experience lower yeah shelf stuff but yeah, I think I don't think it hurts anything having a six thousand dollar bottle. But I think that they could think about things a little bit more and be like, "Hey, let's make this a little bit more easy to get for people yeah. or to try." So, because yeah. you know, it's going to be very expensive to even have a pour. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, how how much of this too? Because it comes. I mean, the 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 presentation of it all of the mixture celebration is gorgeous. Oh yeah. The box that it comes in, I think you yeah. even get glasses with it as well. Um, how much you of get that a massage. is massage? <laughs> you get a massage. You do. Yeah. It's a happy ending. It's a good massage. Yeah. Um, I heard it, but <laughs> what if you did? What if you really, what there's a little, there's a little coupon voucher yeah. that's like, go to your nearest uh, massage parlor and they'll give you one free handy. You're like, what? No. Because <laughs> then people in the bourbon industry would be like, handy? I get a Thomas H. Thomas handy? H. Handy, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you get a happy ending. Yeah. But it, either way, like, it's a lot. 
You know that happy ending is probably the next brand to come after good times. Oh, I want to be part of that. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of do. I don't. I think, I think that that is a very real possibility that we could no, see we within do, the next five can we years. Do a barrel pick that says Whiskey Mutants happy ending. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent, we can. Absolutely, without without question. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's that's kind of where my my brain is at. That's a lot with, of money. With a lot of six thousand dollars is a heck of a lot of money. I mean that that is a used car payment. What if? How many? What if every member of the Patreon donated and we all just bought a bottle? Well, then we all get like a quarter of an ounce together. If it, I mean, if, I want to try it. Don't get me it wrong. If it ended up being cheaper than going to the bar and having a half oh, an it, ounce, it would. It would for sure. Just saying, but regardless, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Let's recenter ourselves, though. <sighs> Wax off. Let's get to something that's not so expensive. I mean, I hope. I don't actually know what the price is on this. It's not expensive. Okay. <laughs> you brought this up as something that we should try. I freaking love this bottle shape. Look at this. It's it's the improved versions of the. Woodford Masters Collection or whatever the crap it's called and uh, Willet Pot still. Yeah. It's a easy to put on your shelf version of all that. Yeah. Fox and Odin. Craft American whiskey. Straight bourbon whiskey produced in small batches. This one is batch number 10. It's 99 proof. Bottle number 604. When you open it and... If you if you drink too much of it, you hear a voice in the back of your head that says you are a vain, greedy, and cruel boy. <laughs> From Odin? From Odin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Um and then he strips you of your godlike powers and no. <laughs> Jay! Take me back. Um so this was uh I guess sourced and then took back to Michigan. Interesting. Um it was distilled in Indiana. Uh, let MGP. me let me confirm something. I think it's eight and fifteen year blend of MGP. Bottled in October of twenty twenty two. Was my daughter's second birthday month. America, America, America. <laughs> this is you. And I'm proud to be an American. A blend well, of eight free. to fifteen year old bourbons using twenty one percent and thirty six percent rye mash bills from MGP. Holy crap! Yep. Um, and I proudly stand up. The um, I paid sixty five dollars for this. Dang, dude! Seriously. Yeah, it was at Ernie's. They always are nice to me. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, you know, I think standard I, MG, or MGP, standard MSRP is probably what, like 70 bucks? I think it's 75. That's such a great deal for a blend of 8 and 15 yeah. year old bourbon, dude. Yeah. I am not upset about that at all. And I, like I said before, I poured a little bit of this to take on my trip, but I never got into it because. I had plenty of Wild Turkey 101. So this is the first time I've actually had this, too. We should talk about the neck pour next week. 
Well, I already took the neck pour out of this. I don't mean the neck pour of this bottle. I mean oh, the concept of off the neck, with neck, neck pour. pour. No, Get I want to talk about it. I think we've never really discussed it on the show. I think it's lame. When people are like, who's the neck pour? Okay, well, let's, let's save it for next week. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers, homie. Oh, my. That smells like it was finished with French oak. That smells like... <laughs> That smells like barrel-aged grape juice. It's very oaky. I know these are batches, but like this batch has a lot of that purple in it that I always get with. Purple and like chocolate syrup brown. I would think this was all like 15-year-old MGP. Man, that smells good. I think there's probably... I mean, at least based on the nose, more 15-year-old MGP than we expect there to be yeah. in it. It's very prominent. Yeah. Whatever the age is, it's up to 15 years. Like, there's definitely older 12 to 15 that's just kicking this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. That is so good. That's, if I say solid, but I'm trying to say it's like the top tier solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's blueberry pop tart. <laughs> blueberry pop tart. I actually go more blueberry muffin. Oh, it's the same, with it, same but, family. Yeah, but it's, it's the MGP that I feel like we haven't had on the market in a long time. Yeah, I mean it's very reminiscent of the old Scout picks, the old Scout that we that we used to have. Yeah, Yeah, I I I think, wow, this is exceptional. Wow, dude, that's good. Uh, not not a big finish. No, but it's enough to where you can still kind of yeah break it down, and it it definitely does make me want to go back. For another drink, which I think is an important part of the finish. I've talked about just kind of in reference to, you know, that feeling of like, if there's a good finish, it makes me want to go back and experience it more. But I do think that is an important aspect of the finish. If it's a bad finish with a a really weird, just off-putting, lingering taste, you're like, I don't think I want to drink any more of this. But if it is comforting, if it's smooth... I th- I think that there's just so much goodness to be so had. Taking your blueberry muffin and say you left it in the oven just a little bit in the yeah. the edges are just yeah. that good crispy burn. Exactly the oh, way yeah. I like it. That's it. <laughs> That's it right there. Yeah, there is a there is a like smokiness to this uh-huh. as well that is so inviting. Oh my gosh, man. Wow. I'm going to have to get a bottle of this. They still have some in Ernie's. Okay. I need it. <laughs> oh, my. Even going back to it. like, mm. Wow. For it to be 99 proof... 
it it drinks higher than that. And I think you know the age is probably doing a lot of that legwork. Yeah. It but, drinks it drinks complex, more complex than a ninety nine proof thing. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I. This is one of those bottles that I would love to have in the collection, just as like a. Hey, let me break this out for you so you can try it. And, yeah. You know, see what see what's up. Give kinda, them something kind of deal. Give them something they know that's like, oh, this is blah blah blah. But then pour this one blind for them and be yeah. like, what do you think of this? It's so syrupy. It's got a really, really great viscosity to it on the palate. It's yeah, it's a it's a leggy boy. Leggy boy. Yeah. Wow. What are you finding that you don't like about this? I mean, aside from the kind of lighter finish. Because I'm struggling to find anything that I'm that might be it. Upset with. That's probably it. Yeah. There's probably a little bit of like sweetness or brightness on the nose that could be more present. But yeah. that's that's being like super nitpicky. And I think even then, like it's not going to detract so much that it's not going to be a high performer. No, because like so I'm torn because like I'm trying to like tell the listener maybe that has never had like a older MGP. But you know me. I know you. We love those older 12 to 15 year MGPs. Yeah. And it's hard for me to smell this and think of anything bad because I instantly think of those picks, those old scout picks, those, you know, that stuff we got in the beginning that was hyper aged. And this is probably the closest thing I've got to that in years. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this too, and and this is less about this particular bottle and just more about the experience with uh, MGP in general. I always find this like not necessarily in a bad way, but metallic note with MGP, like it, it's one of those things where like I I as soon as I notice it, I go that is definitely MGP. Yeah. It's there with this. It's almost like. Like copper, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's a lingering kind of like metallic copper, just just like it's been maybe it's just sitting. what you associate that pour with. Yeah, yeah. And I always get that with MGP, and it's there. Yeah. It's not a bad thing for me necessarily, yeah. but it is definitely present. I mean, this is just like through and through a classic MGP pour. I think I I get a different note on a younger MGP pour, and I get yeah. a particular yeah. note on the older MGP pours. Yeah, and it's always that it's it's it toes the line. I mean, we've talked about Eagle Rare jokingly, but it toes the line of like a Eagle Rare seventeen. Like, there's always this purple mm-hmm. cotton candy grape candy note on yeah. 12 to 15 year MGP that I always get. Mm-hmm. And younger ones are very like grainy, but like toasted. Like it's even if they're not toasted, I always get that on younger MGP. Um, but this, this is solid. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the high tier, the gold tier, the God tier solid. Yeah. If you would say, I mean, I, I don't think 
I don't think this is quite like perfect score territory. No, I mean, I like, perfect. I, and I, I would like to see this at a higher proof. That's just me. Oh my. But I do think that for what it is, I agree with you. It is top tier, really, really solid, poor mm-hmm. material. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. The, tier, the tears. This is definitely the. It's making me tear it's, up. It's the Super Saiyan of solid pours. What's your favorite Super Saiyan? Two. Me too. I love that hair. Me too, dude. That's exactly like that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But there's such a like flexibility to Super Saiyan two. Like they're quick. Yeah, and it's, it's, you have a little less power, but you're faster. But exactly. Three, you can't hold it as long, and your hair's in the way. You yeah. lose your eyebrows. That's don't even get me started on that. And then the gods and the blues and stuff like that's a whole nother thing. Like. Whatever. I'm talking about just base level Super yeah, Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, two definitely. I think that's the best of everything. I completely agree. Yeah, completely especially agree. if you do a fusion. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, Super Saiyan two Vegito mm-hmm. and Gogeta actually. Vegito's my favorite. I like Vegito better. See, I'm a Gogeta guy. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I like I like the well the little vest. Well, and you've I got like the little vest. That's on Gogeta. No, that's on Vegito. My my backwards. Right You're now. backwards. I like the little vest with Cause, the cause stuff over Go, it. Gogeta's got the same outfit essentially that uh, Gotenks does. Okay, then Gogeta. Yeah, Gogeta was just in. Gogeta has the, the solid movie. blue and the orange, right? Vegito. That's Vegito. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm backwards. Which is weird because like Vegito's more like Vegeta dominant. Yeah. Than Gogeta is. Like he's more Goku dominant, mm-hmm. I think. It's weird. I, I would have thought the um, other way. About you. Um, I like Little Vest. <laughs> little Vest is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's your Dragon Ball Z moment of the day. So this is get, a, this is a great this? pour. Uh, well, let's let's go through our normal rating system of nose palette finish and price. Each category is out of five. Final scores out of twenty. I am going to give the news on this one. Let me go back for just a second. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, me too. <sighs> Such a good nose. I already tops it out for you inside it. Such a good nose, man. Um, I I think that the palette is definitely on par with, if not slightly better than the nose. I think that they're very much in sync with each other. Uh, but... It, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't go into the palette finding anything that is more diverse necessarily yeah. than what's happening with the nose. So I am also going to give the palette a three point five, not four. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I told you it was on the same same level. Yeah, but as I, me, I, I, I like the nose just a smidge. But that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I get three point five on the palette. Um, finish. Three, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's the weakest part for it's sure. It's decent and it's still good, but it's the weakest part. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to say it. Like I gave it a three. Seventy-five bucks a bottle, dude. It's not perfect, but I do think that this is oh that like 
blueberry toasted muffin finish. Oh, yeah. It was so nice. Um, it's not a perfect price, but considering everything that goes into it, I, I'm not mad about paying $75 for it. Four out of five. Four. I gave it a four. Yeah. So I'm a solid 15. I'm 14. Out of 20. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a huge recommend yeah. for me. Yeah. If, if you see it, I uh, grab one, grab two, grab one for your dad, your mom, yeah. your brothers, grab one your sisters. For the holidays, pour it for everybody. Your friend that you're trying to find a good gift for. Yeah. Um, the, I, the guy that punched you in the face that married your high school girlfriend. Yeah. Who's two grades above you. Yeah. That'd be a good olive branch. Yeah, I think so. You know, but I'd the thing is, the thing is, he would. Pro- <laughs> the thing is, he would probably drink all of it, and then no, um, he'd be like, uh, "I'm too good for bourbon. I I, I'm I'm not drinking anything right now." No, I hit him with that. <laughs> okay, and then I'll take it for myself and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. So look at that little fox, the little guy on there. Grab this one. He's a handsome little boy. Yes, man, I would love a pet fox. Really? It'd be fun, I dude. Want a monkey. Uh monkey get too angry. Orangutan. Absolutely not. Oh, I'd love it. Nah. He'd be my boy. Do you want He would turn in he would be my boy and then he would turn into my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's fair. Because he would die before you would. <sighs> that's sad. I got an idea for you. Oh Lord. Um because what? we we typically do barrel rings like at the end of the show when we say right how to do it yeah i think we should like bump it up in the in the Can show hot order take first do you have a hot take no but i got one okay <laughs> it's not about taco bell again no it's not about taco bell okay it's about swan <laughs> what about swan swan has come because oh, he's been trying coming to for me Listen, okay, so last night, after when I had my lunch, I went back and I, I tried to watch, what? Nothing. I'm just putting my hand on you. <laughs> I like getting intimate like this. I like putting D- my arm DJ on. Lance. DJ Lance. <laughs> Yo, Gabba Gabba. Um, I went back and I watched the pairings you did, because I wanted to see what you said. I wanted to see what the chat was saying. Swan comes up in here in the <laughs> chat. He, he comments one thing. Oh, I'm going to shave my head. Swan, I'm growing my hair out. Look, you can see hair there. Um, I'm going to get some limited dunks, and I'm going to make little Debbie my girl. Let's do a podcast. Who's he talking about? Me. Rewind a little bit. The Bills lost. We sucked. I'll accept that. He sends me a meme of the Michael Jordan face on a Bills logo crying. Swan doesn't even watch sports. And then what? Then <laughs> fast not, forward a little bit. That's not our Swanee. Then fast forward a little bit, and if you go to my Facebook, I was trolling the Bengals because I don't like the Bengals. We've talked about this. Anyway, they they lost and did. A, Swan starts sending me messages. He gets on the group chat. He starts saying stuff about the Bengals and how. Oh, they made it farther than the Bills and stuff. And he doesn't even watch football. He's coming for me. Can I can I say something about A this? troll, hot take, a troll that trolls you on something they don't even follow is my hot take. So my my wife's cousin 
Tyler. Yeah. I missed Lucy's 30th birthday party last weekend. He's watching the game. Because of the Bengals game. He's a Bengals fan. He is a die hard Bengals fan. Mm, and to, I'm about he, to, mm. he has to be in his apartment. He has to wear the same underwear. Probably punch um, the same neighbor because based, that's how they are. Based on the <laughs> based on the, the the way that the rest of this goes, there's a good chance that yeah, there's yeah, a whole yeah, ritual yeah, yeah. to it. Has to be in his same apartment, has to be making the same exact pot of chili. Oh my! The horrible, the worst chili ever. Since no, chili. this is the no. It, oh. But anyway, um, it, it just it didn't work. Tyler. It didn't work. You should have came and hang out. Could have come and hung out with us, man. Maybe next time you'll see. But they'll just bungle it up again. So sorry, Tyler. But Swan, he's lived a mile from Cincinnati for what two weeks now. <laughs> it's. Yeah. And he's giving me shit. You look like right now you are trying to you're you're trying to power move me into a like agreeing with you or mansplain something to me. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Swan Swan's going Get after your me. Get hand away from me. What? It's, this it's just making me uncomfortable. This is comfortable for me. All right, Swan's I'm going to get really wrong. close to the camera now. Swan's wrong. He's trolling me over something. He doesn't even do. He's trolling me over shoes. He's trolling me over football. And he doesn't have anything to do with either of those. <laughs> what are you doing, Swan? But then, but then he side texts me and asks me if I. He side texts me and asks me if I want to buy a bottle from him. Of course, he's all nice about it. Swan's tearing me up right now. That's my hot take. Tearing up my heart. Well, I don't have any hot takes, but I do have the barrel ring. A barrel ring. Is it from Swan? Nope. Okay. Good. Well, last week Tony Baravides sent the first live test text messages to the podcast. What's up, yeah. Tony B? Yeah. This is Tony Bag of Donuts. Oh. So then the first barrel ring is from Chile. When you're hearing this, I'll be getting home in, I think, like four days. Can't wait. See you all real soon at Timbit Weekend 2 Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Bye, everybody. Apparently, that's what we're calling it. We're calling the Suburban Weekend 2 Electric Boogaloo. Well, he did call in from Chile. He did. I mean, I think that's a good enough reason for us to just say, all right. And listen, I, I'm not a big fan of Dry January. I'll just say it. Like, I, just I think, mean, do whatever you want to. Do whatever you want you know? to. I, I personally don't think. But this dude who gets the best bottles ever went a full January without having anything. And he's like, I got stuff I'm going to I'm going to pick gonna up from like, Benny's and I'm going to send you guys some freaking, stuff. This is the Super Saiyan of right listeners right now. He's the Supreme Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time I had to send him his bottles cuz he forgot them and he he he's overslept. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, I remember that. I love Tony. Tony Bag of Donuts, my favorite name. Um you're the Super Saiyan of this episode. There you go. This week's Super Saiyan. Yeah. I'm still putting my hand on your shoulder. You really hate it, dude. <laughs> Stop. 
What? I don't. We're know. friends. I We're close. Know. I know, but we're like brothers. <laughs> We're like DJ Lance's. <laughs> I love this episode so much. This is this is fine. I no, love this episode. please, God, stop. <laughs> What? No, I don't yes. want you to do it anymore. I don't want you to do it anymore. No means no, dude. Thanks, Tony. What? Just because you had a creepy uncle doesn't mean that... <laughs> I didn't have a creepy uncle. I had a creepy boyfriend who punched me in the face. <laughs> that wasn't my boyfriend. He was my other girlfriend's boyfriend Ugh. thing. Don't anyway. worry about it. Go to uh, Patreon. You know what? <laughs> You want to hear about my... We haven't even done tips and bits. <laughs> <laughs> I was skipping way ahead. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you just not want to do tips and bits this week? Um, I don't know if I have any. I do. I have one. I got a bunch. A bunch? Yeah, I got four that I, I, got one, I lined one up. Thing. Okay. Um, You people on Netflix. Jonah Hill. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I've not oh, watched it yet. It's a good movie. It's very awkward at times. Uh, I mean, it's about culture. It's about a white Jewish guy who falls in love with a black Muslim girl. The way you, you looked at me when you said white Jewish guy was like, no, I, I am a white Jewish no, guy. I know you're not that. <laughs> but like, it's basically a romantic comedy where the families are going back and forth. Um, his mom, it was, it's the girl in friend, uh, not friends, sorry, Seinfeld. Oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. Yeah. She has some of the most cringy, awkward scenes, but like, that's the point. Like, awesome. She's like this Jewish mom who's like talking to her soon to be black daughter-in-law and it's very awkward. Eddie Murphy is the dad. And he's like, oh, okay, it's that movie. He's like yeah, doing yeah. the whole like Muslim thing. Julia like, Louis Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy in a movie together—that is a power move, dude. I loved it. Like, I I was cringing at sometimes, and I was laughing. Um, his, his job, like, he quits his job to pursue his podcast. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, and then there's, <laughs> I got news, buddy. <laughs> there's, uh, the soundtrack and like the shoe, like they focus on shoes, which is, I, you know, I love shoes and stuff like that. Like it has my favorite Air Max 97s in it. Um, it's a fun movie. It's got bad reviews because well, part of the people are like, oh, this is, this is not how it would be. And the part of the people are like, why are you focusing on this? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It's a good movie. It's funny. It makes you think, and it's a little awkward at times, and I highly recommend it. I, I want to watch it. I think you sure. would enjoy it. For sure. Uh, I got a good movie, a bad movie, and a food. A food? A food. Okay, let's hear it. I'll start with the food, actually. Um, if it's Taco Bell, I swear to God. It is not Taco Bell. Okay. It's something that I was not anticipating liking as much as I do, uh, but trying to be more like environmentally conscious uh, at the very least. Uh, you know, I, I've always said 
not always. I've said recently over the past couple of years, if they come up with a way to create meat that acts, looks, tastes, smells 100% of the way just like meat but is not, I I, I would easily... did Burger King do that? Oh, with the Impossible Whopper? Yeah. It was so good. I couldn't have told you that it wasn't a burger. I've never had it, but I heard it. It was good. absolutely fantastic. But within that same kind of realm, uh, Just Egg. Yeah. JB Smoove does those commercials. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a it's a plant-based egg protein. It is indistinguishable from regular eggs. Um I had it on uh, just a piece of toast with cheese. Ooh, that sounds good. Last week. You didn't put anything sweet on it, though, right? No. Good, good. See? See? What do you mean anything sweet? Why would I do that? Stop with the hand, man. <laughs> McGrill. Oh, that's a completely different thing. No, it's not. It's absolutely no, a different thing. you're putting sweet on egg and cheese. Yeah. Um... No, it was it was spectacular. Um, again, I just like what are you doing? <laughs> I, you know, I I had it within the context of like the the dish, yeah, or whatever. But I also like wanted to try. I had never tried it before. I wanted to try it separate from you know it being a part of everything. Yeah. I mean, it tasted just like a scrambled egg. That's what you I know? need because I'm trying to watch my cholesterol and sodium and everything. So I need a egg alternative. Just but, egg, man. Because I've been avoiding eggs just constantly. Yeah. yeah. I love eggs. I could have eggs every meal. Yeah, egg on a burger. Like one of those hangover. Oh burgers. yeah. Oh, so good. Dude, that's eh. my that is my favorite burger. Yeah. Is burger. Talk to me. Patty. Yeah. Uh, sharp cheddar cheese. Okay. Bacon. Oh, yeah. An egg. Keep going. Fried green tomato. Oh. Oh. Fried green tomatoes are amazing. Now, I could get away with it just being burger, cheese, fried green tomato, and bacon. Yeah. But the egg is that perfect, like, addition to it. It over makes easy, that, it, you bite into it and just runs, oh, yeah. runs all over you. Yeah. Just that shot right it, on the mouth. It adds that, like, that, <laughs> it adds that, like, sauce aspect oh, yeah. to it, too. Like, I don't, I don't even need ketchup or mayonnaise or anything. Not if you have the egg on it. With that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, that's my ideal burger. I'm hungry. When, when I, I, I haven't eaten today. Um, you had a cookie. Well, that's true. When when I was playing shows regularly, um, I would play at Natasha's mm -hmm. downtown yeah. a lot. And there was one time that they had like, they had a special burger and it was a hot brown burger. Oh my God, I'll kill a hot brown And so every time after I had that, I asked the chef if he could make me a hot brown burger because he always had like the ingredients on yeah, hand. Yeah. Um, so that was always like my little thing. Go <laughs> oh, <that sounds laughs> so and play at Natasha's. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So good movie, bad movie. I'll start with a bad movie. Actually, no, I'll start with a good movie. I watched Megan. You Sweet. did? I did. 
In the theaters? No, I rented it on streaming. Oh. That was what I was able to do. I'm tr- I'm wh- I'm getting ready to watch Infinity Pool. What's that? It's it's wild. Yeah. Cronenberg's son. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That a lot of body horror and shit. I, like, yeah, you, I'm it, it may not be a recommend for people. <laughs> I'm I am curious about it though. Yeah. So I'll wait anyway, for your, Megan. your review. PG thirteen though. Yeah, a PG thirteen horror movie that is it's it's not like overly terrifying. There's a little bit of body horror. They cut away from it, everything. But mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is a a scene where a boy gets run over by a pickup truck. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Pet Cemetery style. But Did you, you ever s- watch Pet Cemetery? A long time ago. Yeah. But yeah. A little baby um, gets run over. Yeah. yeah. But it you see pretty much everything. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed it. I've heard good things. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, it's not perfect. I, I, I was um, spending a, a little bit of time just going like, ah, I would rather this happen and that happen and everything. Um, but Allison Williams is amazing. She's one of those kind of undiscovered or unrecognized, I think, actors uh, on on the market on the scene right now. And she's incredible. She was in Get Out. Yeah. Uh, and something else too that I. Uh, can't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember. They're making a sequel already. Yeah, they are. Megan 2.0. Recommend? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Would it be better if it was R? Yes. Okay. Oh, for for sure. I'm going to um, I'm going to wait until it's free streaming, but I'm definitely watching. I I, I the way that I felt about it was <clears> like <throat> I was watching the made for TV edit. Yeah. You know. Uh and but that being, I mean, there wasn't like you know, a cutaway from a graphic sex scene or anything. Like yeah, it was just yeah, kind yeah, of, it was yeah. it was a very toned down sense of a, a horror movie. But in that same aspect, I, I mean, a lot of it is very mentally taxing, yeah, emotionally taxing, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and it, it just kind of makes you cringe, yeah. makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so I recommend that. I talked about another movie that made me cringe and feel uncomfortable that I actually liked uh, up until about the halfway point, and then it just really, really tanked. Uh, House of Gucci. Oh, I've not watched that. It's fine as a whole. <laughs> Adam Driver and Lady Gaga are so good in it. But then you have Jared Leto. Oh Lord, Morbius though. As Adam Driver's cousin, Paolo Gucci, and it is like he is acting in a completely different movie. Gucci, a completely like devoid of all the context, devoid of everything that that has happened before. It's so over the top. You can clearly tell that he is putting on this persona this this accent and everything the makeup is not gr- i mean I, okay I, I take that back the makeup is actually pretty good for for him you you can't really tell that it's him unless you really are paying attention to just like gotcha. here yeah <laughs> like oh, just the nose and eyes yeah that's that's leto um I, I don't know man i just i wanted to like this movie more than i did i, I heard it was a little too much 
again, like the first half is great. It's a really, really good movie. Yeah. And then it just like falls apart and it becomes aimless and you don't even really know like why things are happening the way that they are. It's it's just it's frustrating almost. And like every time every time that Jared Leto came on screen, I would either go, Oh, come on, or I would just roll my eyes. No. It just it just could not make it through anyway. Um Jared Leto's a terrible actor. Stop giving him roles in things. Gucci, Adidas Gazelles though. I'm not seeing fire. Those. Fire. I'm gonna look those up while you are letting people know. You know what else is fire? You know what else is Gucci? Patreon.com Slash my bourbon podcast. Just, uh, just page. I'm not cutting out that silence. I want what? to leave that in because I, I think that's ready. really funny. I was getting ready for it, but patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, and at $5, you get all the uncut stuff, the uncut episode, the pregame chats, the mutant madness, the portion of the four, the simply irresistible, and the what if episodes, which just launched this week. Um, Tim Biff. And if you want to join in on Timbip Weekend 2023, patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast is where you're going to get the first chance to get in on that for all the tastings and the exclusive pricings and all that stuff. That's that's where it's at. I could just end it right now and just be like, whatever. Um, but but you're a professional. But I'm a professional. You've got a job to do. Yeah. And there's an email. You're the best at what you rate. You're good at what you do, but what you do isn't good. It ain't good. Yeah, because I'm Wolverine. But there's an email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. If you want to send a suggestion, a comment, or just anything, send it there. Email. This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. If you want to get some merchandise, bourbonshop.threadless.com. Um, we'll probably have something new coming up close to the meetup time, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have at least one new thing. Yeah. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to leave a barrel ring segment like Tony did, 859-428-8253, leave a message. We'll play it. We'll reply to you. You're on the podcast. If you want to go to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at my bourbon pod. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Perry on his personal stuff at PRitter1792. You can join the Facebook group. This is my Burn Podcast Facebook group. I always forget about the Facebook group yeah. when I'm trying yeah. to answer things. a few questions. We'll let you in. Um, you'll get updates on shows. You can post memes, whatever you want to do. And then you can leave a review on your podcast app of choice, whether it's Apple or, well, Spotify, only that you give ratings. Right? Yeah. But. On Apple, you can leave a review. Um, any review helps. We prefer a five-star. If you leave a one-star, we'll read it, too, and we'll probably troll you. Yeah, but it doesn't really help us out. No. I mean, it, it does, like, work within the algorithm, but yeah. that being said, I mean, um, five-star ratings actually make people listen, and we actually have two new five-star ratings this week. Okay. First uh, one comes... From, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, hey, who is it? Oh, well, the first one comes from Fish on Fly. Fish on fire. Five stars. Solid pours and dudes. Solid. Solid. Honest and down to earth. And the second one is a five star review from Evan Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It's crazy they named that whole city after him. Damn. The Stillers. I wish you I had owned, a city. I bet he owns the Stillers. He said, these guys 
Voices of Angels. These guys. These guys. These. So if you want to have uh, your review read out on the show, head to your podcast app of choice. Uh, I typically look at the Apple Podcast app. Hold on. Uh, that, for These reviews. guys was the only thing you said? The, the, these guys was the the title. Voices of Angels. Voices of Angels oh, was the I description. I thought that was the whole like thing. Like, I love that. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, if you send us a review or review us on something else uh, that we don't normally check, send me a screenshot or whatever so we can read it out on the show. Uh, and also, if you don't want it read out in the show, just let me know. Yeah, we'll just say your name. Say my we'll name, just say, say my name. When no one, one is around you, baby, baby I love you. Beyonce, say my name. Her tickets went on sale this week, apparently. I'm sure they were a billion dollars. Yeah, so were the John Mayer tickets. Anyway. Body is a wonderland. We're going to... Body is a wonderland. Sorry. See you guys next week. Demi's not home, Mrs. Doris. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. I'm the Whiskey Mutant. This is the Pear Bear. And... Jeez Louise, this is my bourbon podcast. Until then. No, we're done. What?